This is not an offering to sell a franchise. Franchise offerings are made through the franchise disclosure document. Ask for details. Don't waste your time barking up the wrong tree. Fetch the perfect franchise opportunity with Pet Supplies Plus. Named the number one pet franchise by Entrepreneur Magazine for eight years running. Invest in a top dog and enjoy a 2.4 million AUV as a franchise owner. Get your paws on a rewarding franchise opportunity in a billion dollar industry by visiting PetSuppliesPlusFranchising.com. That's PetSuppliesPlusFranchising.com. Oh, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> no music. <laughs> oh, as they say in Jamaica, what? See, see, here we go. I, I, the thing was in the way I couldn't find it. <laughs> My Life, My Choice, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is Wednesday, the 6th of December, 2017, and the hour is 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn. I'm a choice expert, and I deal with the universal laws of attraction. My co-host is Olivia Lashley. She is an expressions coach and an artist. She, too, deals with the laws of attraction. And so, yeah, welcome to the show. Today we're talking about divine intervention. What is it and can I get some? Yum, yum, give me some bubble gum. So, Olivia, how are you, darling? <laughs> I know she didn't say the rest of it. Um, yeah, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hadn't even thought about the rest of it until you mentioned it. <laughs> And I'm sure the Brits will understand that they know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> well, of a certain age, they will, yeah. Yeah, of course, and that's very true, certainly. Now, Liz, isn't that the truth? Mm, um, you know, we've rolled into where uh, mum and dad were when all that stuff starts, and you're like, yeah, what are you talking about? Seriously. And, and, you, you, and you hear people talking about the same, the same sort of, oh, music is rubbish these days. They said that in mum and dad's day, you know, when mum and dad were teenagers, you know, it, it, the cycle, it just repeats itself over and it over and over it, again. In it, in it though, in it, it's just like, oh, in it, in it. So anyway, love, how are you? No, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, not too bad, you know, it's not too bad. Mm. I mean, um, all things all things said and done, it's really, it's really good. Today is literally a year since Dee had been hospitalized when I had to get off the show and, you know, really? sort of like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, today, it it today. seems, it seems far, but closer as well. You know, and so on that score, much to be grateful for, you know, cause he's really, he's really doing well. I mean, He's retired, living life, um, you know. Because I said to him, you know, because one of, you know, three questions I ask people typically are, you know, sort of like, what have you learned from this experience? And a couple of other things. But one of the things I ask, ask is, what can you take from this experience to... Um, to, to assist and support other people, you know, just just from your perspective, 
And so he 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 was quiet for a bit, and then he busts out with, "Take it easy, take it easy, take it easy." <laughs> <laughs> no need to he hurry. knows that. Song. He knows that song. Olivia, really? I, Olivia. Because I said, take your time now. Take and then I yeah, myself, yeah. I'm like, where do you know this from? <laughs> that is just old. That is yes, old, seriously. Old, old reggae music. <laughs> I said, where you get that from? And that's what he said. <laughs> and that's all he said. Take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> easy. Sorry. I was like, no. I'm like, all right. And so this morning I got up and I said to him, that's how old that song is, you know. Um, I said to him, um, what was it you were singing again? And then he said it again. And then when he came in from the gym, I said, what was that song again? And I wrote, I just wrote down, take All it right, easy, yeah, so I can, yeah. you know, do what I'm doing now. But um, that's that's one of the things that he said. Oh, and of course, the, one, one of the others ma- majorly was um, to listen to your body because mm-hmm. your body will truthfully mm-hmm. tell you what's mm-hmm. going on and not to ignore mm-hmm what your body's telling yourself. Mm, mm. And so those 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 are the the uh, sort of things. There there that, is there um, is that thing of um how you can like assist others uh but not to the detriment of getting something out of, of it yourself. Because then yes, you can find course. yourself back in back in square one because you're just exactly. doing for others, doing for others, doing for others and not thinking about what it meant for you. Exactly. Exactly, 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 um, and uh, that can that can set off a a whole chain yeah. reaction that mm-hmm. that you really don't want, that you really don't need. You find yourself um, back to square one. Exactly, you know, and then you you keep wondering how how did how did I get how did I get here? How did I get to this point? You know, again. what have I done? <laughs> Is there, uh, yeah, there you go, Liz. <laughs> that uh, again, and that that's. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the right ticket there. How did I get back to this point again? And, um, you know, if you have those kind of conversations with self, you are literally telling yourself, um, you know, sort of what's wrong and what you need to do. You, you, you're talking to yourself. You're talking to yourself. And what's more, the more you talk, it appears that you're not listening. You know, so you're, you're talking to yourself. So it's really it's really important. So anyway, I thought I'd share that with you. You know, um, he made me laugh. To, uh, actually, last night he made me laugh when he. I was like, what? <laughs> where do you know that from? I'm like, where do you know that from? He goes, what did he say? Know. Oh right, okay. He said, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> where do you know that song from? Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. Maybe an advert or something. I I, I have got no idea. Okay. No idea. I could see that advert. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe adverts, yeah, as adverts go, yeah, possibly. You know, maybe an advert, maybe an advert, but so outside of that, all's good in your world, yes? Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Yeah, Any, yep. anything new? Uh, no, not really, not really. Um, yeah, no, not really, when's, you know how it is. Okay, all right, all right, tell him. Um, your, your daughter, um, mm-hmm. what app? She did a WhatsApp, and um, she said, and I'll read, Hey, Auntie, so I have a small, large favor to ask. That's kind of an oxymoron, but a small, large favor to ask. 
All I want is for you to fly over and cook for me. I will pay you in love, hugs, and the boys, and chocolate. What say <laughs> you? <laughs> yeah, because we, uh, we were talking today and she said, I can't believe that. Um, no. I can't believe that um, Auntie Wendy, you know, hasn't seen the boys. The boys have never, ever met her. And she's like, not that's yet. just not right. It's just not right. It's, it's coming. It's coming. Because as I said to her, it's a deal. I said, and in true Jamaican style, Miss will come here, darling. I that was too funny. I was like, Miss will come here, darling. But yeah, so outside outside of that, um, and just guys, before just bear with me before I before we move on into into the show. Did you actually see the the Jamaican thing that I posted about the young man who needed to have a file sent? For, for um, for his test paper, and he was no. asking his auntie. Oh, no. Liz, honestly, no. it, it is so quintessentially Jamaican or West Indian. Because it, it, <laughs> it, it, it's it's on my wall. I think I posted it on my wall. It is it is so our people at their at their Finest. at their yes 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 yes. Because I posted it on my wall, I'm sure I did. I'm sure because I was showing D. Hmm. I was showing D yesterday. I was showing D, but it was it was too funny. But that oh, and the other thing, just while while I'm uh, yeah, I posted it on my wall. Um, the other thing is I had that the thing. Did you see the thing where I said this is kind of Stepford Wives esque? Oh yeah. For me. Yeah, 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 yeah. About the um, robots. That well, the the, the, the robots. Yeah, the robot dolls. They're, they're the next generation blow up dolls. Yeah, <laughs> that's the bottom line. But you know, you know the, the one, the one, the one thing about that because I think, um, okay, you know, to each his own kind of thing. But the one thing about that, it could actually, mind you, it could actually stop people going out and doing stuff to other people. Well, you see that you know there is there is that yeah, yes, and it is it is. But my thing with artificial intelligence or, or female androids or androids or whatever you want to call them, my thing with that is um, what happens when people realize that there's not a real connection? You know, how berserk do they go? Well, how berserk does the robot, does the robot go when it realizes <laughs> that, you know, that the person isn't, you know, that they, they, that they actually see them as a robot. There was a, there was a program over here. I think it was last year. They were, I didn't watch it. Sabina watched it. She thought it was really, really good. I think Michael did as well. Um, it was called Humans, and it was about these, these, these robotic pe- ro- robots, and they, um, you know, used to look after the kids, and they used to look after sick people and what have you, but they had artificial intelligence, and that's artificial intelligence so they can put two and two together so two two is what happens you know they're, they they're, they're, they're not they're not thinking they like a robot. Robot. yeah that's right exactly they put two and two together and they start ru- trying to run stuff they don't unplug <laughs> yeah because i didn't watch it i don't know whether that's what happened but um you know it had the potential potential to that's for sure well, for most things, you know, Liz, um, I don't know if you have life imitating art or art imitating life, but to me, 
it, it definitely seems that life does art, art does life. And if that be the case, then, you know, this is like, hmm. you know, this is the evolution of where things are, are uh, I don't know, set to go. But anyway, guys, I got, I truly got off on a tangent because um, that I saw that yesterday and it was about artificial uh, intelligence or um, what do you call these things, um, uh, robots. Uh, uh, female robots as companions for um, men who like, you know, I don't know, blow up dolls. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Well, I mean, but, I, I think, I think, I think they have the potential to be intimate with that person, but their thing is more is more about companionship, isn't it? According you, to what this guy's saying. You know, according to what the the maker of these um, uh, artificial intelligent, um, you know, robots <laughs> is saying, you know, um, it's just for me, it was definitely a Stepford Wives esque mm, to me. Mm, it mm. really was. It was mm. Stepford, you know, you know, all all of them. They they do what you want when you want. Blah 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 blah, and really and truly, they don't they don't have seriously other than how they're programmed, they don't actually have any input, other mm. than how they're programmed. But um, then, but then and, they, they they do they do um, learn from because they said they learn to know your likes and dislikes and blah 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 yes. blah blah. So yes. I mean, I I suppose um, you could always sort of like say, well, you need to say something different. You need to um, counteract what I'm saying or you need to say the antithesis of what I'm saying. You know, I want you to do this now. And then they could have an argument. I mean, you know, they could have they could have an argument or he could have an argument. Um, and then I'm fucker. Right. You must be right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But anyway, but guys, that's that's um where where we had gone with that you know just as a um a segue um artificial intelligence it's real it's live and i really do believe you know as i said in the post that i had written that while it really is um uh stepford wife-esque to me um i also applaud this guy for his ingenuity mm. and his belief in what he's doing and his creativity you know, Liz, I take my hat off to him. I really, really do. Creepy, but I take my hat off to him. Uh, but I'm, I'm pretty sure Creep. there's a market for it, Wentz. There's, I'm pretty sure. Well, this is, I remember, this is, I remember this is, this watching, is what he said. Yeah, I remember watching his show. I mean, these were just dolls. They couldn't do anything. Um, but they were made of silicone and what have you. And that was the purpose. And they just used to sit there. <laughs> yeah, the guy will be having conversations with it and with him or her. I don't know if it's the right. You know, the, just like, you know, they'd be sitting at the table. You know, she'd have her food. He'd have his. Oh, um, you know, I laugh, but then there are some people that are out there that are really, really lonely, you know? Um, and if this can fill a void, then hey, what's the odds? Well, yes, of course. Of course, Liz, what's the odds and sods? And really and truly, who am I to judge? <laughs> well, well, well to when, judge? When, you, when you think about it, I mean, I know we do. I don't know how many people out there do it. You know, when you're actually 
having a conversation with yourself, whether whether it's internally inside your head or or verbally. Yeah, I, 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 I don't do that. <laughs> you know, having a conversation. So I suppose you could project to whatever your thoughts are, which is how they would have to interact with it, I suppose, project their thoughts onto the, the dolls. They would they would have to, otherwise they would be Yeah. <laughs> no wait, no wait. And then guys I'll get off this subject and we'll get to divine intervention. What is it? Can I have some? What about you know, if you, you have a doll and then and then the doll's like has enough artificial intelligence to say, you know, you chat too much. I'm just so bored. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's why that's why um, I said intelligence because artificial, but it's still intelligence, intelligence. and it has the prop- prop- propensity to learn. So therefore, and, and you know, grow it, from it, that. It, yeah. That's right, and learn at a faster rate than the person actually took because the person talking to it or interacting with it has sort of like maybe not stagnated, but they've reached a particular level. The artificial intelligence has the propensity. I mean, they can go out on the internet and find out anything and everything they need. You know, yeah, you not know only the, about the, not the, only the, about facts, not only about facts and figures and stuff, but also about the way humans interact with each other. You know, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, about you know mm-hmm. diction and uh, you know, mm-hmm. like the 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 the, the vibration of the way that you talk and the effect it mm-hmm, has on people. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. about the chakras, about it, it has a propensity to learn absolutely everything. So therefore, at some point, then, it's going to be more, it could be more intelligent than the person sitting opposite it. And it's at some mm-hmm. point, it's going to be recognized as stupid. Yeah, yeah. Well, I won't be reincarnating for all of that stuff. Face all right, mate. <laughs> they, 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 they can have it. But no, Liz, you've got a very, very valid point. And true, guys, in, you know, sort of like all jokes aside in, in regard to artificial intelligence, as you said, Olivia, intelligence is the key word. And, you know, you have something that is, in, in essence, a computer. And they've done movies like this, Lives, where it hooks up to a computer, another computer, a powerful computer, mm-hmm. I don't know, the Oracle or whatever you want to call it. And from there, it takes all its information. You can't do anything. You can't close it down. You can't, you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. persons of interest. I don't know if they had that show in, in the UK. Persons of interest. This computer's running everything. And ain't joke. it's no joke. You can't get away from it. No, you can't get away from it. You know, it's no joke. But anyway, that, that being said, guys, divine intervention, what is it? And can I have some welcome to the show? Yours truly, Wendy Dearborn, and you just heard Olivia Lashley. She is in London in the UK, a choice, uh, excuse me, an expressions coach, an artist, and also, also somebody who deals in depth with the universal laws of attraction. So divine intervention, what is it? Can I have some? And for us, is there such a thing as divine intervention? And if so, what is it? Better yet, can I have some? Divine intervention is usually ascribed to a miraculous happening, and that's very true. People people will definitely ascribe, you know, miracles to, or what they call a miracle, to divine intervention. It's something that defies scientific explanation and logic. That's um, general public logic and scientific logic. Yet when witnessed or experienced, we as humans, may not understand the mechanics of divine, interven- uh, divine intervention, 
but at an intrinsic level, we get it. We know it to be true. So how do we go about consciously creating divine intervention or miracles in our life? People, based on where they find themselves or based on what's happening or what they don't want to happen versus what they do want to happen, many times find themselves in that particular boat where they are looking for a miracle. They're looking for something to save them. They're looking for a savior. They, they are looking for something to create what it is that they want to happen or at the very least stop what's happening from happening. So there are times in our lives when we come face to face with a situation or a problem that literally, as I, and I wrote this in a blog actually, that literally robs us of everything that we have emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. It robs us of our energy to the point where we're not able, even able to inhale or exhale. And many times you'll find yourself in a predicament and it can be the loss of a loved one. It, it could be something down to the loss of your car keys or, you know, your, 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 your purse with your credit cards or, you know, that your, your child hasn't come home when they said they would. And it can be anything that literally robs you of being able to function on all levels, on all levels. It's the kind of thing that happens to you when you don't have the words, you can't find the coherent words to, to express yourself or even begin to start formulating what I should do next. And ironically, um, you, 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 uh, you know, we're talking about divine intervention and I'm thinking about this as I'm saying, saying this. This is what happened to me a year ago today when um, my husband went to the hospital and they told him they're keeping him based on X, Y, Z that was wrong. And um, I didn't have any words. I didn't have any tears. I was so afraid in that moment that there was nothing paralyzed with fear. I couldn't even feel the fear. I, I just, I couldn't do anything. I was literally, when I say I was downstairs, I spun around. <laughs> I, was spinning, I was spinning around, literally, until at some point, at some point, something inside of me said, Wendy, stop it. Stop it. Sit down. And I sat down and I took a couple of deep breaths and it's like, okay, what do you need to do next? And I was like, okay, go upstairs. I actually need to have a shower, get changed and all of that jazz. And then I need to gather these stuff, you know, like his PJs and his computer and all this sort, sort of, I need to gather all of that and then go to the hospital. And it's, Honest to God, lives. This was it was like, and that's mm. what I did. But literally, I was so scared, I couldn't even cry. Well, I cried on the way downstairs, but then mm. after that, the fears took over. It was, <laughs> it, you know, it's it, it, it's that kind of well, lives. You know, you've been there. It, it's, you know, it hurts to breathe. It hurts to think. And so, therefore. In those moments, in those moments when you're like that and you, you, you catch yourself, you're looking for help. There's nobody else around but you. 
but you're looking for help. There's nobody you can call because nothing's coming to you. In the, it, it, it doesn't even come to you that you need to make a phone call. There's nothing but you and the inner you, the God you, the God of who you are. You're looking for divine intervention. And as I said before, divine intervention is usually ascribed to something miraculous happening. And for us, divine intervention happens every day. Most of us don't actually recognize the the little miracles that happen for us every day, the little divine interventions that happen to us every day. We tend to um, we tend to see the the big things that happen, but we don't realize that this phenomenon is going on all the time. We don't we don't realize it. As I had written in my blog. In order for you to get what it is that you want in life, in order for you to experience what it is that you want in life, you have to go through this moment to get it. You can't, you can't do any otherwise. Does that make sense, Liv? Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the things I would also say is that, you know, uh, you're saying about, you know, um, spinning in circles and what have you, and it's like your thoughts were frozen. And I think it, in that itself, it's a divine inter- information, it, sorry, d- divine intervention, because it's like um, your information gathering on a subconscious mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. It's like you're looking mm-hmm. for what yes. to do, or the, the very best, the very best way to do it. Which is why I think your conscious mind kind of switches off, and the subconscious mm-hmm. mind takes over. But in that moment in time, you're we're actually a little bit. It's like nothing's happening. We're just we're there, but we're not there because we're actually gathering the information. Which is why yes. it feels like and we're, I, incapac- I, I, we're incapacitated, I, I, but we're not. We're actually working on a very very deep level. It's a bit. It's a bit like being being laid out flat, which is really what happened to my husband because he actually needed to make changes. He needed to make changes that he would not have made at that moment in time, unless he was laid out flat. And he was laid out flat. It's like if 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 you aren't taking care of self and you come down with flu or you aren't doing what you need to do for self, you're going to be laid out flat in some shape or form where you're not able to do what it is that you normally do as you move through life. And you're laid out flat and not being a, you're not able to go anywhere. And what that does is give you time to think consciously about what's going on uh, for you and to think consciously about what's gone on for you and to think consciously about what you want for yourself outside of the moment that you're having. And you see, this is this is really important. This actually, this is vitally important. Vitally, vitally important. You see, when you when you are digging deep, when you're digging deep, and this is consciously or un consciously, when you're digging deep into your subconscious self, 
looking for the answers. And guys, you know, it, it's really, look, when the chips are down, we all know what to do. When the chips are down, we actually all know what to do. And we actually do it. We actually go within, looking for at least the first step, the first thing that we need to do to get us to at least a, a place of equilibrium, to, uh, excuse me, to get us to where there is some equilibrium and that we can at least stand. Doesn't mean that the, that the, the foundation isn't rocky, but we are able to stand and hold ourselves in some sort of a semblance of balance. And as I said earlier, you know, it can be from losing your keys. But guys, understand that, you know, when it's something like losing your keys or um, you're not, you, your purse being stolen or you, you, you've dropped your purse or what have you, when something like that happens and it throws you into this tailspin, where you are literally paralyzed, understand that this is a culmination of things that have happened. And this is the pinnacle of the culmination or that one straw, the last straw that bust up the camel's butt, that, that, you know, that broke the camel's back. There are other things that are going on. And invariably, there are other things that need to be addressed. It's, again, back to that laying you out flat sort of scenario where you have laid yourself flat out so you will listen to self talking to you at a conscious level your subconscious self has realized that nothing's getting done or you you you're you're moving around in circles and so your 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 subconscious self which is truly the attachment to the emotional self it's truly attached to the the, I'd say the essence, the essence of you, the soul of you, the portion of you that never, never dies. It's, it's the, the part of you that, um, that differentiates, or let's, let's put it this way. It's the part of you that actually has the ability to begin the process of you feeling what it is that you are feeling. Does that make sense, Liv? Yeah. <clears throat> so, excuse me. Okay. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Because, you know, we tend to think of uh, divine intervention as an external force or external entity to us actually taking control mm -hmm. of the situation. But mm -hmm. when, divine, when divine intervention happens, as far as I'm concerned, it's the person that's actually making the situation happen. That's the divinity. Mm -hmm. It's your divinity that is making the, situ that's making the situ situation change. It's not See, an external I, I... thing. You're actually controlling your environment. You're, 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 at that point, you're controlling your reality. There you go. And that's, that's, that's a fact. If people could only see how powerful they are in that regard. Absolutely. I had um, chosen a picture. I'd chosen a picture, and it was a hand coming out of the sky to, you know, um, to give somebody a, a helping hand. And, you know, I purchased the picture and I kept looking at it. I kept looking at it. I kept looking at it. And, you know, Liv, 
I'm like, this isn't what I'm, this isn't, this pictorially, this isn't what I, what I want. Because it's sending that wrong message. It's sending the message that you have to go out of yourself to find divine intervention. And that's not true. Divine intervention happens within you. Divine intervention happens within you. That's why, you know, I love Uncle Neville. Uncle Neville, I mean, he, he says, you know, pe- people are always looking for um, a savior or the savior to save them, but they don't realize that they are the savior. Or let me put it this way. They don't realize that the savior is if you're hungry and you're looking for salvation, if you go outside of your, you won't realize to yourself that you are the one who needs to know that the salvation to hunger is to be fed. If you have no money and you go outside of self looking for salvation, you're not going to find it because salvation has already started within you from the time you have decided you wanted to go out of outside of self or you wanted God whom you may believe lives in the sky, etc., to create, to fix this for you. What you need to understand is that only you can fix it for you. I, I mean, I said this to the, the ladies yesterday, you know, um, only you can fix you. Only you can fix you. Only you can fix the situation that you have found yourself in. You're in the situation. You know, people, people look at divine intervention as something that takes over in your life, but that's not true. That's not true. You have got to have wanted X, Y, Z for X, Y, Z to happen. You have what you you have got to have wanted and believed in the core of who you are that you were not going to die from cancer. You have to believe it. You know, they, 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 being the doctors, the medical profession, they can say, oh, you're stage four and, and or five or whatever. You're stage four and you need to go home and put your paperwork in order. And for you, if you choose for that not to be your reality, divine intervention can assist and support you. It's also, it's important to understand what, again, what divine intervention is. Divine intervention, um, actually, I just got ahead of myself. Anyway, I'll go there because I started speaking about it. Anyway, it's important to understand what divine intervention is. And divine intervention is truly you being able to get your needs met get what you want to happen in a way that defies logic or in a way that defies our understanding divine intervention is about you getting your needs met consciously 
So it's about you having conscious awareness of what it is that you want. It's important to understand that without first making a choice, the universal creator cannot create. And believe me when I say that you are the universal creator. That being said, there are, there are, there are um, facets of you, and this particular facet of you cannot do what you want it to do if you don't know what you want. So once again, it's important to understand um, that without first making a choice, the universal creator will not create. And that also means that that also means that the universal creator will not intervene on your behalf. You see, if you ah, hmm, if you don't make choices in your life and choices that you believe in. Because we make choices and we, we give it lip service. And you need to understand, I'll tell you what, this weekend has been, uh, uh, well, I'll tell you, you need to understand. No, I'm going to say it this way. Your word, your word. The 26 letters of the alphabet or 15 or whatever it is, wherever you're from. The characters that you use to express. The hand signs that you use to talk with, to express. These are your words. And when you speak these words, whether you speak them in jest, whether you speak them in anger or you speak them in truth, if you speak them often enough, this is why they say that you just keep affirming until, until it becomes a reality. When, if you keep saying things, they will become part of your belief. They will become a part of your essential DNA. They will become a part of you. So the 26 letters of the alphabet, they form the words that you speak. The words that you speak form the choices that you make. And the choices that you believe in are the choices that will manifest in your life. So when you are wanting divine intervention, which I believe everybody can have, everybody can experience and has experienced, divine intervention. The only way that this can happen for you is that you must believe in the choice that you have made. I'm not saying that you have to know how to execute this choice. I'm not saying you have to know how to do what it is that you need to do. What I'm saying is you need to believe in what it is that you are saying that you want. It, it's vitally important. We've said this on the show all the time. We keep saying this. Take the time to understand the process that we call life and how manifesting for your life works. You know, as I put in the blog, you have, by sheer virtue of the fact that you are here, you have chosen to be here. You've chosen to play this game that we call life. 
And so therefore, it is incumbent upon you. And I believe it's also your job to understand the rules of engagement. You see, you didn't come here with not knowing what to do. You didn't come here without having um, the tools that you need so you can move through life. We all came here on the same level playing field. We get to choose whether or not we say, you know, if, if somebody is born in what we call abject poverty, whether or not that's a level playing field. No, we all came here with the same, with the same skill set. The same level playing field. Where we become unique and different is what we choose to do with it. It's how we choose to use that playing field. The experiences that we experience based on the choices that we make. How we choose to use these so we can move forward. Chosen to play this game called life. Life, and as Olivia says, you know, life is simply complex. It is. It's simply complex. You can either simplify your life or you can complicate your life. And this is done by the actions that you choose and the reactions that you choose. But action and or reaction, what, whichever way it is, we're talking about this is a choice. You see, you don't have the right and you don't get the right to call foul if things aren't going your way because you're not using the universal laws the right way. Or you're not engaging in this game. We call life the right way. And is there a right way and a wrong way? No, that's your way. That's your way. Are there things that you need to know? Yes, there are things that you need to know. And again, at the risk of, um, you know, repeating myself, you need to understand your role in the game that you are playing. You need to understand that in order for things to manifest the way in which you want them to manifest in, you need to make a choice, believe in that choice. Does that make sense, Liv? Sorry, yeah, yeah, it does makes perfect sense. And you know, when you when you talk about choice, and a little while ago you you're talking about um, you know, like getting yourself into a particular situation. You know, sometimes we find ourselves in situations that you know we don't understand how, how we physically have got there. But then you have to think about. Um, you know, that you've taken the steps to get there. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, mm-hmm. all the, or every, or every decision or choice that you've made has actually got you there. So only you can decide what it is that you need to do um, with, with, you know, if the, you know the, the obstacle that's in your way or if you're in an area that you don't want to be in. It's only you that can decide, you know, if you're going to go through it, round it, under it, over it, you know, pick it up and throw it to the side because the steps that you take, there and the steps that you take away or the solutions mm-hmm. the, the the steps that you take to get away from it they're yours you know um physically only you can do that because nobody can walk your life for you only you can exactly. walk your life so nobody can take you there 
and nobody can take you away. The only person that can do that is you because you're the mm-hmm. person who knows uh, the trajectory of y- your footsteps. No one else knows that. There's nobody in the world that knows everything that you've done, everywhere you've been, every thought you've had. You're the only person. Exactly. So, you know, one of the things, exactly. you're, the common denom- you're the common denominator in any situation. And that actually puts you in a really, really powerful, powerful situation. You know, you're absolutely yeah. powerful. It's a, it's a phenomenal place to be. But it's recognizing how phenomenal you are in that situation to have got yourself there. And then using that to get you to where it is you want to go. But then you have to make the choice. Exactly. Exactly. As you said, Liv, then you have to make the choice. And then with making it, when you make that choice, when you step out off of that precipice, when you make that choice, it becomes yours. You own it. In the same way you don't make a choice, it becomes yours. And you own it. If you allow somebody to carry you through life, you need to understand that they are carrying you through life. And if they feel like dropping you here for, for a century and then coming back and getting you, this is what they're going to do. This is what they're going to do. So once again, it's vitally important, guys, that you do. You do make a choice and a clear choice for yourself. So, is divine intervention real? Yeah. Yeah, it is very real. Can it happen, or does it happen for the most part, without people being totally, totally, or does it happen without people being, um, does it happen with people being unaware of how it has happened? For the most part, I'm going to say no. In the actual moment, yes, but I would say when people have a a time to truly reflect, to truly reflect, I believe that that they are able to connect the dots. You know, they'll say, I had this this thought. I mean, if you watch any of those investigation um, IDs on, on the Discovery Channel, you know, I don't know, people who have been abducted. And uh, uh, one lady, I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, she said to herself, and she believed it, I'm not going to die. I I refuse to die. And when the tough got really going for her, um, she kind of caved in on self and then kind of wanted to die. And for some reason, this light beam Shone, it, it, it was shining straight on her face. And what that said to her was, don't give up. And so she rallied herself and she didn't give up. And to boot, she was a diabetic. And this is a true story. To boot, she was a diabetic. And so now she's got issues because she needs her medication. Well, I don't think she's a diabetic anymore. She survived. She 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 survived. She was found. Um, I think up till today they don't know why the guy didn't kill her. This is divine intervention. She had stated what she wanted with clarity and she just knew it. 
even to the point when she caved in on herself, all that had to happen was a little light needed to be shone brightly on her to rally her again. So she hadn't really given in. She just needed a little support. So where I'm going with that, guys, is you, look, time is running. I'm past, you know, as we say in the West Indies, time, time I run, I'm past you. What is it that you want for your life? So you want divine intervention. It's real. However, it can only become a reality when you, when all of you, when your five senses are telling you that there is no more, there is no help, I can't get out, I don't know how to get out, and yet you believe with all your soul, with all your heart, with your entire being that there is more. That this, where I find myself now, here, is not the end. That this is not the end of my my physical, there is more. And you see, that is the foundation of divine intervention. When you believe that there is more, and that more is, the antithesis of where you are. That more is, I, that there is more to my life than me laying here in this bed, hooked up to machines. There is more. There's more to this. I want more. I want to be able to get up. I want to be able to run. I want to be healthy. I want to be all the things that you say that you want. Everything that you say that you want in regard to more, is the foundation of divine intervention. When you are able to deny the tangible things for the intangible, you understand divine intervention. So when you are able to deny the things that are happening to you and embrace totally with belief in the things that you want to happen to you, open the way for divine intervention. That's the the, the foundation of it. Denying what you see, what you feel, what you hear, what you taste, what you smell for something that isn't real yet is alive and real within your imagination, this is where you find divine intervention. This is it. So can you get divine intervention can you can you truly get yes you can would i say that it's easy no i wouldn't and i really wouldn't olivia but what i say is it's accessible yeah. it's accessible i think you know, you know you, uh, you, go on go ahead love go ahead i'll say uh, divine into it yeah it is um it is um it is accessible I can't remember what I was going to say but I'll say something else Um, I think when we are consciously aware that we want divine intervention divine (laughs) 
Intervention. What's the word I'm looking? Intervention. Yeah. Intervention. Um, mm-hmm. It's. Um, I think that's when it doesn't happen, and I think why it doesn't really happen is because you have to. I think you've alluded to this already, Wendy. You have to get to a stage where you actually let go of your conscious mind, so exactly. your subconscious mind can. Yeah, that's right. Into, and then your sub, your subconscious mind takes over. It might be an instant. It might be you know a split second that it happens, but it has to happen before you have the divine intervention. Because as I said before, um, it's the thought. It's not an exter- It's not an external thing. It's uh, it comes from you. It stems from you. That's where it comes from. And when you when you have let, I'm going to repeat myself. When you've let go of your conscious thoughts. That's when divine is. That's when you, you're able to hear. I suppose, uh, on, mm-hmm. not even not necessarily with um, your physical ears, but you know the the the. I suppose the spiritual nuances. Um, you're able to hear them better, because you, you're in the zone where um, all the external uh, ex, uh, distractions mm-hmm. are. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it, mm-hmm. they're gone. They're gone. There are very few people who can like clear their mind for ages, you know. But it's those split second time. It's like when you're daydreaming. Day daydreaming. It's the same kind of thing. You have to reach that level. I'm not saying you can get it in daydreaming, but I think you have to reach that level where you know, like you were saying when uh, when when you went downstairs and you were just spinning. You, I, I think you have mm. to reach that level mm-hmm. before you actually see results from the divine intervention but i think you're mm-hmm. co- if you're consciously looking for it i don't think it can happen but i think within if you're consciously looking for it it may happen but it will happen because you've had an incident you're drawn to you an incident where you actually where you go into that um subconscious uh sort of um, state yeah see when 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 i say that you can get divine intervention yeah and I'm, I'm literally talking about when you are in a, um, well, <laughs> when, when you're, you're, you're in, in, in a state, when you're in mm. a state of upheaval. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you can begin practicing by, okay, I recognize that I am, I've spiraled out, not I'm spiraling, I've spiraled out of control. I've spiraled out of control. What do I want to do? What do I want to do? And when you, again, as Olivia was saying, when you get to a certain point, everything, everything, I, do, I, I can't remember what the word is, but everything recedes. It's gone. And there's just you, you, and you. There's you, the um, physical you, and you, the spiritual you, and that's when you guys commune, especially on a conscious level at any rate, and you get told what it is that you can do, not what you must do. You still have to choose. You know, I could have heard everything, everything, like, okay, Wendy, what do you need to do? You know, or, you know, well, sit down. And I could have chosen not to. And still be spinning, panicked, frozen. So, again, for me, it's really important that, yes, for me, you can definitely get divine intervention. I mean, 
divine intervention is something that happens when um, when whatever's going on in your life has the ability to undermine why it is that you are here. Divine intervention comes into play. And that's how I feel about that. So divine intervention for me is about the seen, the unseen becoming the seen. And that really talks about your faith, your belief. So when you find yourself in situations that are that are for you, I mean, they they're turning your world upside down or they have turned you turned you upside down and are shaking you out. It's vitally important to choose, make the choice, especially if that window comes, make the choice to hold on to the thing that you say that you want. Your divine intervention or divine intervention is truly a testament to your faith and that's your faith in self, your belief in self, your belief in the thing that you want. Divine intervention is truly the seen, the unseen becoming the seen. And the only things that can become the seen, the only things that you can truly experience are the things that you believe in at a subconscious level. Even at a subconscious level. Um, so Liz, is there anything that you had wanted to add here? Uh, no, there isn't actually, Wentz, no. All right, guys. Um, I hope that's been helpful. And what I will wind up by saying is Hebrews 11 verse 1 now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen this is how divine intervention works for you do we all have it yes do we all experience it yes yes we do yes we do and we will continue to as long as our subconscious is, is doing what it needs to do we will continue to do that so, guys, I hope you found this um, helpful. You've been listening to an episode of My Life, My Choice, A Divine Intervention. What is it? Can I get some? Yes, you can, as long as you understand the rules of engagement. My name's Dr. Wendy Dearborn. I'm a choice expert and intrinsic coach. My, my co-host is... Olivia Lashley from London in the UK. She's an expressions coach, and she is an artist. And we talk to you about the first law in the laws of attraction, which is choice and everything thereafter. So until next time, guys, I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. Until next time, love you guys. Love you, sis. Until love next time, do. peace. Yeah. And of bye, course, bye, we're going to go out with um, Bob Marley. See you man to man is so unjust. Children. Yeah, I don't know who to trust Your worst enemy could be your best